Hi, um, this is going to be a two-part podcast. I had earlier uh, recorded a nice light podcast about what I've been doing during the pandemic. Um, then world events happened, and then I got pissed off, so I had to say some words. Um, so after this plays, it'll seem a little bit weird because it's going to go into uh, my light podcast of just fun things. Um, so hopefully this doesn't bring you down too much. Um, but frankly, I don't really care because this is something to get very angry about. Um, so, um, past few days I've been attempting to put into words how I felt and the more time passes, the more segments on the news I see, the more pieces I see written, I, I just get angrier. Um, so if you want, you know, by all means, hit pause, come back next week. No hard feelings. Uh, but I'm angry about what happened to Ahmaud Arbery. Um, what anger, angers me the most is that it you know, took social media outrage for this to be even a blip on the Georgia justice system's radar. The governor of the great state of Georgia decided in his infinite wisdom, salons and bowling alleys can be open, but a grand jury to get justice for a black man who was shot and killed because he looked suspicious, quote-unquote, while he was jogging. I already know what's going to be said as a, you know, as a rebuttal to this. Uh, what about Chicago? What about black-on-black crime? And you know what that tells me? It tells me you don't give a damn. I used to go running. I used to go running pretty regularly. Not anymore. Not even in my own neighborhood will I run. I get looks when I take my son and the dog on walks. You think I'm going to add a running black man to that equation? I'm angry that this kind of injustice is always looked at as an anomaly. No matter how many times it's happened, it's always the exception. Oscar Grant, Sean Bell, Kamani Gray, Kendrick Madade, Travaris McGill, Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, Rakia Boyd, and that's just off the top of my head. Give me a few more minutes. I could probably name a few more. I'm angry that every day I have to worry about if I have to deal with someone judging me that someone judging me will threaten my well-being. Every day I leave my house, my head is on a constant swivel, not for thugs, but from everyday citizens who have fantasies of being able to impose their will on those they deem to be a threat. I'm angry that people who know nothing of my struggle and that of every other black person feels they can tell me to calm down or I'm playing the race card. Acknowledging unfairness and discrimination is not playing the race card. I'll hear what about black-on-black crime ignoring the fact that crime is intraracial, which means all races have a problem of hurting each other. What makes me downright furious is that one day my son and I will have to sit down and not give the birds and the bees talk, but instead of this is how you act in society so you're not unfairly judged and you'll still be unfairly judged talk. Your very existence has already been deemed a threat to some, that he will have to sometimes swallow his pride and sometimes do things to scream to the world, I'm safe. So there you have it, folks. The thoughts of an angry black man, someone who has since he's been about 10 years old has had to deal with stares as if though I'm going to rob someone, followed in stores, unfairly judged, and many more I won't get into. I'm fucking tired. Just tired.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the one and only Chocolate Puma podcast. It is I, your boy, the Chocolate Puma, back with another heaping helping this audio realness that you all desperately need. And the last episode was a very happy show, so you know this week I gotta bring you down. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna try and keep it a little bit more positive more often because we all have enough going on in the world that's negative. So if this podcast can bring just a little bit of joy, your boy is going to do his best to give that to you. So it is in that spirit that I will give you guys and gals a few things I've been doing so I don't lose my goddamn mind during this ridiculous-ass pandemic. Number one, I don't watch the news. I'm not saying to ignore the news or don't seek it out. I just happen to read it now instead of seeking out, say, I don't know, presidential press conferences. That way, I get the highlights of what's going down without the brain aneurysm-inducing idiocy of some people. Um, For that reason, I say, for all its flaws, Twitter is a very awesome place. Even though I was unfairly suspended, uh, you can follow so many journalists from so many different of the country, so many different publications, and basically you can keep yourself informed but do so in a way that's a quick synopsis and usually uh, if you want to know more you can you know click on a link and dive deeper into it and usually someone's posted a dog video between the awfulness so that's pretty cool uh, number two i've looked up more sporting events from my youth uh sorry this one's specific to sports fans um for instance, this week I fell into a rabbit hole of some of my favorite athletes for some reason or another didn't make it. For instance, Penny Hardaway, a modern-day Magic Johnson, 6'7 point guard, was able to score a will if he wanted to. Always seemed to love setting up his teammates to score. Uh, but plagued with feet injuries and had two micro-fracture uh, surgeries, uh, which basically ended his days as an explosive playmaker. Or, since this is a positive uh, post... I would say the most disrespectful dunks, um, particularly Sean Kim's dunk on Alton Lister. Seriously, hit pause, and even if you have seen it, look it up. He gets the ball at the three-point line, drives, cradles the ball, and just obliterated Lister. And then he pointed at him. I mean, literally the dunk version of Cameron yelling, you mad at Bill O'Reilly. You will see that while it's funny to kind of clown older basketball, they were just as athletically elite as they are today. Uh, Today's guys just have the benefit of modern medicine along with more advanced training. Uh, Number three, posting a shit ton of memes. Look, it's not deep. Memes are funny. Memes make people smile. And in these ridiculous ass times, I want to help people smile. So if you follow any of your boys' socials, you will notice a massive uptick in posting just something light and dumb. It's brought me much joy. Uh, four, got back into video games. That's right. I'm 36 and I'm all in on video games, baby. Granted, I just want sport games for the most part, but it's a welcome and frankly needed distraction. So, as I sit here anxiously awaiting word that my PlayStation's ready to be picked up, I hope that you all take what I have done and adapt it to your ways of life. If you need something else, I do have a shady three-year-old who will probably mock your receding hairline. I'm sorry. I'm projecting. Well, folks, this is probably going to be all I got for right now. Uh, Just a nice, light, quick potty pod. As I said earlier, I'm going to make more of an effort to be a distraction of gloom rather than an agent of it. Let's see how the world acts in my quest to do so. So until next time, y'all be easy. Peace.